Hi, I'm Shamali Khera and welcome to my podcast Daughters of Tomorrow. In this podcast we feature some phenomenal women who are writing the new norms or may I say rewriting the new norms. These are also women who are raising the daughters of tomorrow who are not just empowered themselves but are paving a unique way for our empowered daughters. These women are way ahead of their times and have inspiring journeys to share. I'm sure she has popped up in one of your Instagram or Facebook scrolls. After all, her YouTube family is known for their funny antics. They go by the name of Shitty Ideas Trending or SIT. Believe me when I say these guys are household names. Join me in welcoming the popular TV actor and now YouTube's favorite star, Chavi Mittal. Chavi, welcome to the show. Thank you. The pleasure is all mine. absolutely inspiring personality so many facets to start with uh the first thing that i want to dive into is um shitty ideas trending sit you went into the digital medium when it was not even a thing you were pretty much one of the first uh, path breakers there so to say uh what was the thought process behind uh, starting sit to be honest there was not too much of thought process the only uh impetus that we had to start something like that was that we really wanted to create content that resonated with us to begin with mohit and i both come from tv backgrounds mm. and i think at some point we thought that we are kind of getting stagnated mm. and you never get to call your own shots over there yeah so we thought at the youtube was up and coming at that time and uh, mohit was watching a lot of uh, content from another creator and he was he used to wonder what do these guys get out of creating this and the only answer was that okay i'm sure they have a lot of fun and we would also like to have some fun and uh, our daughter was only 2 years old we were not getting any time to spend with her it was either me or him uh you wow. know either one of us was always mm-hmm. working and working uh, on uh, television is like a 16 hour job each day so we decided that we want to do something which gives us more time mm-hmm. with ariza and also gives us the creative freedom to do what we want to do and we mm. thought there's no harm in just trying out how youtube goes so mm. when we started we actually didn't know that this is a business model mm. when we started creating these videos and the people started liking the videos our very first video went extremely viral and that was very encouraging and uh, we started getting calls from people who wanted to fund in our, fund us and invest in us and we realized that okay there's something we can do with it and there's something uh, right that's happening here so let's just continue fantastic and this was back in 2015 is when you started it yeah. right a very unique name i must say i've been itching to ask you this shitty ideas trending is the name of the channel uh, a very self depreciating name if i must say that how did you come up with it <laughs> so mohit and i always have this bone of contention which mm. is the shit pot <laughs> he just spends way too much time on it and when we were thinking of a name for the channel he mm. he came up with shitty ideas he mm. said because i get most of my ideas on the shit pot so we are going to call it shitty ideas mm. and i added a trending to it mm. because there was this new word trending right. we don't didn't really understand what it meant at that point but i right. i thought everything which is like cool and you know 
with today's times mm. is trending correct so sit and mm. it just sat perfectly mm. so we called it sit it was not a very good decision at that point because <laughs> you know the name was rejected by the platforms and nobody was accepting us oh, as wow. shitty ad because it's a it's mm. a word which is flagged on social media platforms correct. which we didn't know but we mm. had already started being recognized as sit mm. uh, shitty ideas trending so then we we thought that you know we'll stick to sit for the time being mm. but uh, now there's there's no problem fabulous i mean clearly it's sitting well great thought back then and i'm so glad you stuck with that instinct chavi you come from the television background while stepping into digital were there any doubts or fears that you had at that point and how did you overcome those uh no there were no doubts at all in fact the kind of roles that i was being offered on tv were putting a lot of doubts in my head about <laughs> my own self i started feeling that once you become a mother although mm. my child was just born mm. you know suddenly i was uh, being offered roles of you know the main leads mother who's mm. like 50 years old and uh, the bua the chachi mm. so th- when when somebody calls you for a tv character mm. they don't give you a character brief the mm. character brief is main lead ki chachi mm. main lead ki bua mm. but what is she doing in the show what is her role like does she have any significance other What's than being the main lead chachi <laughs> So I decided that that is definitely not something that I want to do because mm. I'm going to be really unhappy doing it. Mm. So doing SIT made made me so happy. It gave me so much happiness because I was actually just being myself mm. and doing what I wanted to do with my character. I could like totally shape the character on my own. Mm. Mm. So fabulous you actually got your creative satisfaction with this medium but you brought up such an important point that when you stepped into motherhood you noticed that the perception of the industry of you as an actress had changed do you think we tend to stereotype women once you know their role switches from first an unmarried to a married woman then uh, to a mother and so on do you think in the media industry uh, the perception changes uh, a lot of the work for the woman i think it does to a certain point especially in the television industry although times are changing and uh, i see a lot of progress uh, in the tele- progression in the television industry as well and ott has completely changed the game for actors so i don't think it really matters how old you are how many children you have mm. whether you're married or not mm. uh, in in the ott industry which is amazing because mm. actors are actually being recognized as as per their talent mm. and not as per their personal lives mm. which is which is great uh, i had to go through that because this is like 10 years ago i'm talking and things were different at that time there mm. was no ott so mm. to speak everything uh, cropped up later and i see in a lot of industries uh, you know what you brought up hopefully like you're saying things have probably changed outside the media industry also but a woman generally at work is seen either not sharing the fact that she is married or not sharing the fact that she has kids that need tending back home or sometimes if she's rushing for a home emergency she will avoid saying that it's because my kid is sick because somewhere women feel that i will not be taken seriously at work if i bring uh, my home um, choices or you know my what's going on back at my home to the workplace do you see that it affects what a woman shares at her workplace just to take care of that perception i think it does uh because there is a lot of judgment which is not which is not uh, intentional i i feel but it's just the way we've all been brought up and just the way society roles have been so nicely demarcated between a husband and a and a wife or a father and a mother but thanks to co-parenting and so many fathers you know actively participating as a father in their child's life mm. uh, is making a lot of difference because mm. nowadays i hear fathers 
say this at work that oh I have to go back because my child is sick mm. I have mm. to take him to the doctor mm. or he's he's you know he's just mm. not letting me go he was just not letting me go so it took mm. me time and it's just so amazing to hear it because mm. I feel that the roles the the lines are now diminishing and mm. uh, it, this is actually how it should be you know co-parenting you you're both equal parents you both took equal time to create that baby so you should take equal uh, responsibility in bringing him or her up as well that is so well put i mean today we are hearing fathers talking about their babies or kids at work and how they have to maybe rush for the annual day uh but there was this uh, joke uh, trending about you know few months back where the fathers like hey i'm not coming to work today because i'm babysitting my kid and the immediate concept is you are taking care of your own kid you're not babysitting your own kid this is what co-parenting is but the fact that now it's become a thing hopefully do you think in another generation this this behavior will become normalized because now we are recognizing that at least men are stepping into the game i definitely think so and uh, it that change uh, the way fathers are making an effort to bring about that change is making a lot of difference but the maximum different difference is going to bring is uh, how you raise your children you know what are the mm. values that you teach your children so i was at school today for for my son's birthday celebrations and mohit and i both went we both went and cooked halwa mm. for uh, all his classmates as his uh, birthday treat and uh, the teacher said a very interesting thing to me uh, my daughter also goes to the same school and we had gone through the same thing with her as well and my daughter's ex class uh, teacher told my son's class teacher that are you should have called uh, mohit hmm. he's the one who does all the cooking at home <laughs> and i told her that is true in my children's school there is this very beautiful thing they do which is one child brings the food for the entire class hmm. once a month hmm. so you get food from every child's house you get to taste the food and you know their hmm. cuisine it's hmm. gujarati south indian punjabi hmm. and everything and you don't have to carry tiffins hmm. okay so that cooking for both my children is done by mohit he wakes wow. up at 4 in the morning and cooks for the entire class i have never even asked him what is he sending he decides the menu and he does the cooking because he really likes to cook mm. and what happens with this kind of parenting is that the children are also seeing this so mm. my children don't even know the concept of oh the mother is supposed to cook mm. you know mm. for them it is okay mama makes xyz well mm. and uh, abu makes xyz well mm. you know abc mm. well or mm. whatever so they know that if i want to eat this i have to tell mama if i want to eat this i have to tell papa mm. so mm. i think even for for a generation for their generation when they grow up mm. they will cook mm. whether it's my daughter or my son they'll both cook aram loves to be in the kitchen and he chops vegetables and he loves to see mohit cook and he loves mm. to see me cook he's always there mm. so definitely he's going to cook and that whole notion of what is your role as per your gender is going to completely get uh, you know disappear i feel i absolutely love how your household is trashing uh, gender norms and gender roles and you are so vocal about it because there might be some women who probably may not share it so openly out of the fear of judgment from other mothers of wanting to be like oh no but i'm also doing my feminine roles well and then they want to kind of they may feel a bit uncomfortable even sharing that but i'm so glad you don't uh seem to have that fear of judgment at all in fact i can share a very interesting funny thing which happened recently and because mohit plays such an important part as a domesticated husband so to speak uh, he decides the entire menu of the house every day keeping in mind what everyone's going to eat what aram likes what ariza likes what time it, does she need her snack and everything and he orders all the groceries okay this is his responsibility apart from what he does at work 
right so uh, i was ordering some towels for the bathroom because mm. we have white towels mm. and i thought they got they got really dirty and they need to be changed mm. so i ordered gray towels mm. and while ordering i was thinking oh god i haven't asked him this is something we need to discuss you know because what is being cooked and it's like a discussion of both course. of us decided together mm. uh and uh, i ordered the towels and the towels came and he asked me why did you order the towels you know we already had new towels lying and i'm mm. like yeah i knew this was happening <laughs> i knew this was going Should to happen <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm just saying that little little things like yeah. that mm. it's always decided by both of us and mm. we, even he does that even if he's going to order the towels he's going to ask me okay i'm right. ordering gray towels are you okay with it yeah you know so yeah but i love that i mean you're running the household together it's it's not a space where one gender is demarcated for a certain one and the other is doing their own thing i love that you are you both are running the house together you know uh, chavi you do stand uh, for a lot of courage in not just uh, your work decisions but also your personal life uh, you have been a cancer survivor and you've been very transparent about your journey even when you were diagnosed with it um you were very open about it on social media media um what was your reaction like i mean i'm sure this is you know taking it uh, taking you back to that moment but what was your reaction or your thought process when you were first uh, shared this news with to be honest when i was told that this particular lump could be the bad kind hmm. i thought it it's not possible it's simply not possible how can i get cancer <laughs> others get cancer you know how can i get cancer it was just like It's not possible. Okay, fine. I'll do all the tests, and they're going to be negative, and life is going to be good. I'm I'm living a healthy lifestyle. I'm eating well. I don't have any history. I've breastfed both my babies. It cannot be me. So it was a little shocking when I got the call to be told that okay, there is something. Mm. I think I gave it about a few minutes. The doctor said that you come and visit me tomorrow, and we'll discuss the options. Mm. So I just took a breather and I told him, no, tomorrow I'm busy. I have a full day narration. so let me get back to you i hung up on him i thought i offended him for a second then mm. i came back home i was not at home i told mohit that please sit down get me a beer <laughs> get one for yourself and i have news for you oh. so the the reports came and uh, it's not good mm. so there was no there was no crying there were no tears uh, there was no melodrama because it's it's this is i don't think it happens like that in real life probably mm. i don't know maybe it happens like that for some people uh, i took some time i told him i need time and i made a few calls i spoke to people who i know have gone through it i spoke to all kinds of doctors plastic mm. surgeons and other uh, oncologists uh and uh, i got a lot of information firstly mm. because mm. i had no clue about what breast cancer is incidentally i had hosted a webinar uh, with a doctor with an uh, with a breast cancer doctor a uh, few weeks uh, before this incident and i had some uh, awareness about how to diagnose yourself self diagnosis mm. is important mm. and uh, checkups are important but again at that point i thought those are for others not for me <laughs> So first thing first things first I got all the information at hand and realized that it's not something to be scared of. Mm. And then I fixed an appointment with my doctor and I asked him 100 questions. He answered all of them very patiently and I realized that okay there is step 1, step 2, step 3, step 4 to this treatment and everything is going to be good. Mm. So there's no point in panicking. Mm. 
and the next thing i thought was that because i'm a social media personality a lot of people follow me i talk a lot about my own life i talk a lot about my achievements there is no reason why i should hide this because otherwise what am i going to do for the next 6 months when the treatment's going on mm. what if something goes wrong uh, i can't live a lie so if i'm putting a video if i'm putting a picture out there i can't be smiling in it when i'm and i don't want to smile mm. so i thought first thing i want to do is share the news and then just talk about it you know what am i feeling because like me there are so many people who who've heard about it but they don't know what happens when it hits you mm. so it just felt very very organic to do it that's it and did a lot of support pour in from social media when you first put it out i'm sure putting that post out must have had its own jitters but once you made that decision were you happy with it yeah yeah absolutely uh, i i i mean if you take me back in time i wouldn't do anything differently mm. i got a lot of support from the community people uh, sent me their story their own stories people sent me a lot of good wishes and they followed my posts and it was very overwhelming but i don't let social media get to my head i don't let it define my life because the same people after they saw my strength the way i fought it also started trolling me mm. for the way i fought it mm. <laughs> because oh you're only talking about cancer you think the only you're the only one who got it people also said that oh you didn't have to go through chemo so your cancer is you know not as bad mm. and things like you survived so please don't talk about it there are a lot of people who succumb to it so these things happen, happen. you know my job is just to put it out there mm. how you perceive it is up to you so i don't let it go to my head but i'm really really thankful to all the people who came out in my support because mm. it did uh, you know create help me create this whole universe of, of people uh, who have suffered mm. uh, which was a universe which was completely close to me i had no idea i was just living in my own bubble and that bubble broke and it burst and i had so much more uh, to uh, take in mm. Mm. a lot of love and support poured in How did you have this conversation or did you have this conversation with your kids they were very young at the time um they are still small but was this something you wanted to uh, share with them um in a nurtured manner did you actually speak to them about it so yeah um i had to tell them that i'm not going to be home for a few days uh and i had to prepare them mm. uh see the thought of me not making it was never it never occurred to me yeah. i knew that i'm going to come back i mm. just didn't know whether i'm going to be in the hospital for 3 days 5 days 7 days what right okay so my daughter was 9 uh, at the time last year yeah so i called her i told her that uh, i made it like really casual mm. i made her sit in my lap and i told her that uh, mama's not well mm. and i'm going to go to the hospital for a mm. few days and then i'm going to get fixed and i'm going to come back and mm. then i'm going to recover at home mm. just the way it happened when aram was born i went mm. to the hospital and brought a baby back home and somehow she just just started crying she said is it that and i said um, yeah so she just she just broke down because i lost my nani to cancer oh so it was esophageal cancer okay she, and it was in the last stage that it was discovered she couldn't be cured so she thought that when somebody gets cancer they can't swallow and then they die. die so i told her that there are multiple different kinds this is not like that your mm. mama is very lucky to have found it out early and it is just like they cut open my stomach to remove a baby mm. they will cut open my breast and remove the lump and i will be fine so i need you to be strong and then i'll come back home and you will hold my hand and take me out for walks just the way you did when i was recovering from the c section she was very happy to hear that and for arham he was i think his too second young. birthday had third birthday had also not happened it was just two mm. uh, i just told him that uh, i'm going to be gone and nani is going to come here and look after you he was more than happy, happy. 
Fantastic. I love that open communication, um, especially to make them understand in their own little world uh, that things will be fine or what to expect at least. I think managing the expectations is such an important part of parenting. Uh, being a parent in today's world, Chavi, for you, you're uh, you know, raising a daughter, you're raising a son. Uh, what are the things you are mindful of uh, while you know raising them today? Are there things that you are taking from your own mother while she was bringing you up as well? Uh, definitely one thing that I take from my mother is to continue working. She was always working and her work was important for her. And I have seen her juggle between, uh, you know, we didn't have maids. So she used to cook also. She used to clean also. Jharu pocha, everything she used to do. And she has never never complained. You know, she was never the cribby type. They were, nothing like that. She used to always take it in her stride and do whatever was expected of her. Mm -hmm. And she used to go to work and sometimes pick us up from, pick me up from school as well. So that is something I learned from her. And uh, the second thing is to just let the kids be. Mm. So my mom also does it. And she used to do it even when we were really small. She used to just let us be sometimes. Not just keep saying, Are wo mat karo. Are are waha kya? Are usko chhod do. Are usko touch mat karo. Nothing. She used to not nag us like that. So I also don't do that with my kids. If I'm working and they're doing something, unless it's dangerous like jumping from the balcony, <laughs> I don't intervene. Like if he picks up something which he could break, I let him do it. Mm, that mm. at the most it's just going to break. I don't want to keep saying ki ye mat karo, wo mat karo. You know, let them be independent. So that is something that I do for sure. Fabulous. I mean, so no micromanaging, letting their actual personalities flourish because sometimes if we are like interrupting their uh, thought process too often, it may uh, they may not flourish the way they yeah, do. Yeah, and I think at, at their age, they need to explore. They are mm. curious. And the mm. more I try to stop them, the more curious they're going to be. So there's no point in doing that. If they want to go and break a plant and, you know, take out mitti from it, I let them do it. And if I feel that it's harming the plant, I'll just tell them, you know, don't expose the roots. Right. You know, plant is also a living thing. So just like cover it and then they listen. Right, right. You have been vocal about uh, body shaming in the past because uh, there were some trolls who responded to when you had lost some weight and uh, they had put up some not very pleasing comments and you were very vocal about it. Um, I've, I see that in today's times, especially because of the social media, commenting on uh, bodies, women's bodies, if they are too much from the average, too less from the average. Uh, first of all, defining the average or assuming that all bodies uh, will be of the same manner. Um, you took it up very bravely. What is your um, uh, take on this on a public platform? I don't know. The whole the whole thought is only outrageous for me because yeah. everybody's built differently. Everybody has bodies. Everybody's bodies have different tendencies. Mm. Some people have the tendency to put on weight fast. Some people have the tendency to lose it fast. Some people have different problem areas in their bodies. I don't see how that uh, it should be... Uh, a d defining factor in somebody's the way you look at somebody you know mm. I think it's it's all up here how is the person how intelligent is the person how how well is he understanding what you're saying how well is he able to communicate what he wants to say how how humble he is how kind he is how rude he is or how angry he is all these things are attributes that matter so bodies don't matter for me uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of fitness and I really really um uh, 
टेक केयर ऑफ माई सेल्फ इन दैट सेंस बट इट्स नॉट टू प्लीज एनी बडी इट्स बिकॉज आई एम ऑब्सेस्ड एंड आई वॉन्ट टू सी सर्टन गोल्स एंड आई फील दैट ऑन अ डे टू डे बेसिस दीज काइंड ऑफ गोल्स आर ऑल्सो इम्पॉर्टेंट फॉर मी नॉट जस्ट वर्क गोल्स नॉट जस्ट वॉट यू वॉन्ट टू डू फॉर योर किड्स दिस इज समथिंग विच इज अ पर्सनल गोल फॉर मी समटाइम्स आई फील दैट आई वॉन्ट पुट ऑन वेट समटाइम्स आई फील नाउ आई वॉन्ट लूज द वेट समटाइम्स आई फील आई वॉन्ट पुट ऑन मसल समटाइम्स आई फील आई वॉन्ट कट इट डाउन सो दिस इज जस्ट समथिंग दैट कीव्स मी बिजी एंड इंटरेस्टिंग इन माई ओन लाइफ बट आई डोंट थिंक एनीबडी else has the right to comment on anybody else's the way they want to have their bodies mm. no we are so happy you were out there and actually commenting on it and letting people know that it's not okay to comment on anyone's body before we leave chavi i would love to know what is your message for the daughters of tomorrow who are looking to uh, break barriers break the glass ceiling just like you've been doing uh, i genuinely believe that women all of them are born with superpowers and it's only a matter of time till somebody discovers what their superpower is so mm. i would like to say to the daughters of tomorrow that do not shy away from trying everything that your heart desires because you never know where your actual superpower lies and mm. what is it that you're going to be shining at mm. you know so just don't don't let anybody tell you that oh you can't do this when somebody tells you that like show them mm. Amazing amazing thank you so much Chavira has been so inspiring to speak with you thank you it was lovely to be here <laughs> Well that's all for today hope you found this conversation inspiring just like I did Tune in for a fresh episode every Friday on Binge Pods Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you get your audio content from You can also connect with me on my Instagram handle at the rate shamuli.khera And if you still haven't, share this with all the daughters of tomorrow.